0: Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. I'm John. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a special show today, not because we're celebrating Halloween, but because we have a special guest with us, and we'll get to her in just a moment. So first, let me quickly... Sorry, Ash. I just... (laughs) Bring in James and Lacey. Guys, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. (laughs) Back again.
0: Back again, like Eminem. Lacey, what's up? Mm -hmm.
2: Good. Ready to talk Star Wars.
0: All right. And with us, the reigning queen of Porg Nation, creator of Therm Scissor Punching on this podcast from <laughs> Entertainment Tonight, Ash Crossan. Welcome back, Ash.
3: Hey, thanks for having me back. I Welcome love that you talk
0: for yourself. <laughs> yeah. my son, Somebody's got to my, <laughs> my son does that all the time. He's like, I did
4: it. I did Be it. your biggest fan, yeah. you
0: know? <laughs> um. So yeah, it's been about a... Since before Solo came out, it's about a year and a half since you were back.
3: Yeah. So So I remember um, I was in my old apartment. Now I'm in a different apartment.
0: Yes. and uh, That's
3: personal stuff, but... (laughs) 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 It all started when...
0: (laughs) So, um, Ash, before we get into our segments and stuff, um, how have you been... uh, How'd you vibe the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker?
4: Oh,
3: oh, well, um, I thought it was great. I don't know. I was just like, I feel like whenever I watch those trailers, I don't know what I'm expecting, but I like watch them and I'm just like, okay. Like Chad from SNL. And people are like, did you like it? I'm like, no, no, no. I loved it. I'm just like, I don't even want to think about it too much because once I start digging in, then I mess up all my expectations for the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think
2: you tweeted, you were like, I just sit there in silence to just go, dope.
3: That's like I I film myself and I was like I can never post this. It's the stupidest thing I've ever watched.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we need that balance because some reaction videos are so up here that we need yeah. the ones that are just like I'm just yeah. chilling.
3: There's there's Eric Butts and then there's like Ash crossing down here right. just being like dope.
0: And you guys <laughs> are the balance of the force of reaction videos. That's reaction. true. Yeah.
3: I love that guy by the way.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah, Mark Hamill tweeted that guy. So, I mean, celebrity status there for reaction videos. But um, let's hop into it right now, James. Uh, We have a segment called One with the Force, Ash. So we're all going to run through the gauntlet together. So fear not. Uh, But let's get it going right now. The
4: Force is with me. And I'm one.
1: All right. So, uh, I don't know if you know or not, but we're going to have these five separate questions. We're all going to give one simple answer, maybe a quick explanation of what's going on. Um, but let's get to that first one real quick. So one with the force this week, if you had the power to influence JJ Abrams, to put one of the following species into the rise of Skywalker, knowing that the other two would not appear in the movie which one do you pick to appear so Ash we're starting with you on this one the choices are an Ewok a Porg or a Gungan why
3: are you going to do this to me um, I'm going with an Ewok
4: yeah. I know this is
3: sacrilege but I just feel like the implications <laughs> of an Ewok are so much more powerful than having a Porg I'm sorry Porgs I love you I will always be your queen but I'm going with Ewoks
0: Nice.
3: and you have the shirt Good on answer. And yeah I wore the
0: yeah, Ewok. <laughs> so, Wait, saying is that anything a, else? Is that, like a, is that a gummy bears Ewok thing?
3: You know, I don't even know what uh-huh. this is about, but I love it. Yeah. It's bright yeah. green. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, John. What's your uh, What's your one pick?
0: Uh, I'm going with Ewok too, um, because Warwick Davis, like, get him back in the little furry suit as Wicket. You know what I mean? And Um, same kind of thing with Porgs like Porgs are cool but they're like birds to me where Ewoks he can like do stuff he can get things Mm -hmm. done and even in last shot we saw like they can become like hackers murder bears murder bears. and then Mm -hmm. Gungan like I know it's cool to like Georgia and stuff again but not over Ewoks for me so I gotta go with Ewoks All right, Lacey what are you picking?
2: Ewoks I'm like so unoriginal Uh. (laughs) I just want to see little bears kill people like I just would like to see that again and I want to see some yub-nub, you know? Mm,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, for me, I'm going Gungan, oh. <laughs> actually. Wow. Really? I... I I would love the idea of an Ewok, but it feels like it's not going to happen anyway. So I'm thinking the Gungan thing would be really cool to bring back the prequel side of it. I mm-hmm. think JJ would handle it. Interestingly, uh, it would look really good in today's graphics. That's true. Um, and we also had a book recently where someone was trying to talk to a, Gundan, a Gungan and he was like talking down to him. And the guy was like, shut up. We're not it was like Han that. Last
4: <laughs> shot. We're not all
1: like. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. He's like, we're not all like that. So I think like bringing in a different flavor there could be cool. Um, All right. So (laughs) next to next question, which one would you rather see remove their helmet? The Mandalorian in season one or Zori bliss in the rise of Skywalker Ash back at you.
3: I'm going the Mandalorian. I mean, I think it's going to be like a whole thing where like, he's almost going to take it off and he never takes it off or the freaking episode ends right before he takes it off. So I feel like I'm going to want to see that a lot more than Zori.
4: Hmm. so yeah all right
0: all right john what do you got i gotta go with zori bliss because i mean we can get maybe mando taking care of that in in season two um but i gotta see uh what's her name why am i blanking on her name i care so much that i forgot her name yeah uh yeah so i think seeing zori bliss would be cool also because i want her to not be another phasma like let's take the helmet off right so Lazy.
2: I'm gonna say Mandalorian because Pedro's amazing, and I want to see him like act. Um, and Zori, so far we've seen him in everything. He's just been like she's been just standing there. She like even in the trailers, all the shots she has. I don't think she's taken the helmet off.
0: You don't think she is? The biggest, no. the biggest
1: action shot is the poster. <laughs> That's the most she's <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: yeah, I think she's gonna be like. Above Fett that like just doesn't take the helmet off and does like oh
0: man mm. things. Mm.
2: Cause otherwise it's just it's Carrie Russell to me. Like I she takes it off. That's like, oh, her
0: name, right? Yep.
2: Ash said Carrie yeah. Russell. No, I know.
0: <laughs>
4: <just kidding>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did say it.
2: I'm,
1: I'm going Mando on this too because I think long form that's the better result. Whereas like I could deal with a new character just being a character in a helmet for two hours. You know what I mean? There might be other stories and stuff, but, um, but I think like if you're good, I mean, we're already looking at what are these hour long episodes? There's like eight episodes. So it's like, that's so much more content for this person to still be wearing their helmet. You know, like Mm -hmm. let's, let's take it off. So I, I, I would go with the Mandalorian, uh, for me personally, but I would think it'd be cool to see Zori as well. Um, all right. Next question. Uh, you are somehow signed on to write a Star Wars movie and Disney slash Lucasfilm are letting you pick the director who directs your Star Wars movie. Ash.
3: Ooh, first of all, that's a that's a bad move on Lucasfilm's part. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going with a the rom-com. They're going downhill. I'm going the rom-com angle um, and I'm going to have... Ooh, who um 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 who did the Parent Trap and all the who am I like thinking?
0: The, like the
4: Lohan who directed one?
1: the Parent Trap?
3: Who directed the Parent Trap? Which
1: one? Ninety uh, eight.
3: The Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. The Parent Trap was directed by Nancy Myers. <laughs> oh yes, I'm having Nancy Myers direct a Star Wars movie, and it's a rom com. So right. have a good time with that. Or I'd have Tyka, but like we're about to see that. So that's not an
4: exciting
1: answer. (laughs) 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 All right, John, who's uh, directing your Star Wars movie?
0: Ben Affleck.
1: Ben Affleck. Ooh, good pick.
0: I I mean, people like dog on that. He's a good director. And uh, uh, The Town is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's very rewatchable. And um, he loves Star Wars. And I think he'd do a good job. So Ben Affleck.
2: Oh, this is a mm-hmm. tough one for me. I'm gonna go with Taika. I feel like he he would I love to laugh, and Thor Ragnarok was like one of the funniest movies I've ever watched, and that was like all because of him. Um and yeah, it would be a rom com with him and Ash, of course. Yes. Obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um my pick would be Denny Villeneuve simply because of Blade Runner 2049. Mm. Now I might fail at the box office. (laughs) I might have like a huge budget movie and nobody goes to see it, but hopefully Star Wars will solve that. Um, But that movie is a masterpiece. You'd get a lot uh, of like art
0: cred as a film artiste.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mine would be like, Um, what the hell is there a Star Wars rom-com for? (laughs)
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to be
2: with Ash on this one. I'm like, well, I, no one would ask me to write an email, let alone uh,
4: a <laughs> yeah. movie.
1: Um, um, but no, those are, those are, uh, those are all good though. picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one. Let's imagine that, again, Disney and Lucasfilm decide to give away <laughs> all of the props and items from the set of The Rise of Skywalker. What is the one item that you would love to have uh, from what we've seen so far ash what are you thinking
3: Ooh, um can i take the whole like um palpatine throne and have it in my apartment
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh the spiky beetlejuice spiky
3: throne or um mm-hmm. or just like i mean i feel like like kylo's lightsaber is probably the coolest prop to like keep keep um mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. that zip dagger is cool too but i'm going with the whole throne like i just want it in my apartment
0: wow I can't, John. What do you got? What are you taking? I was just gonna like mine's so lame now. I don't even want to go. I was gonna just say like R two D two. No, that's solid. Those things cost like five grand to make. Like I'll take one of those. Like it has to work though. It has to like move around. You know, it's not just like sitting in the corner. I got an operational R two D two with fully
3: operational.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lacey, you uh, you got a prop you'd like to?
2: steal or have this is a tough one I would like my initial gut reaction is Kylo Ren's lightsaber for obvious reasons but I kind of want I want rays because I feel like there's like such a legacy that goes with it and it would just I could look at it and be like this is in like kind of all the movies yeah Uh, so yeah probably that one
0: and then you could say that lightsaber literally belongs to me
2: yeah in my museum (laughs) yes
0: yes quite the museum (laughs) So it's
1: funny because Ash took mine, which was the <laughs> Emperor's throne.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because like, so, nobody knows what it is yet. So people come over and be like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> yeah, just, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why I've been that,
3: called. That
1: was that was going to be mine. Um, but since I showed up too late, and I'm like, "Oh shoot, what do you got left?" <laughs> I will I will take that Sith dagger, which is interesting. It was going to be my second choice, and you said it as well. Um, I, I feel like that's going to be important. I mean, it might not, but you know, she's holding in her hand at a pivotal scene. I think it could be really cool. So I'm, I guess I'll just try to get the jump on that and be like, you know, I I get that dagger, or I'm
3: getting you know. like Palpatine's chair that he's using in that shot. Yeah, the, the rascal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think
1: I I was like, is he in a jetpack? Is he?
4: Have like a jet I'm pack
3: like, on? I need to see the other side of that. Like, is it like the spider legs? Is it floating? Is it a jetpack? I need to. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I hope it's the not, spider legs. Too. Yeah, I hope it's not like. Imagine Doc it's one
2: of those chairs that are on the stairs that they like press.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm done. He's like coming down he's to the like, doctor. He's like, excuse me. Yeah. Hold on. I'll be right there.
0: Yeah, I'll be there in 15. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or they, they cut away and he's actually just that tall now for some reason.
0: Like, he's like, Snoke will not be the tallest like Dark Side yeah. user. Yeah. Oh,
3: my God. Do you remember yeah. that? I thought Snoke was like 25 feet tall. Gigantic. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: All right. Last one in one with the force. Uh, You can guarantee that one of these two appear as a force ghost in the rise of Skywalker. Who is your pick? Ash, your choices are Anakin Skywalker or Obi-Wan Kenobi.
3: Mm. So maybe we can talk this out. Like what's I'm going with Anakin and then I'm going with Anakin and then I want to talk about it because I feel like Anakin, there's a lot of there's a lot of meaning behind Anakin showing up to certain people. But everybody else okay. go and let's, then let's, let's talk.
0: Yeah, let's get it get it out real quick. John, who are you picking? You know who I'm picking. Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Lacey, you gotta pick? Kenobi. Oh gosh, you guys. That's a You two me. are nuts because there's no way I would pick yeah, but, Obi-Wan. <laughs> All right, then. we I'm picking Kenobi. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: Because my question is who who would Obi-Wan talk to that it would be like a powerful moment? Like I just feel like everybody that he would have a conversation with us. A force ghost is like gone.
4: Um, and you're like, oh, like I feel like everyone else would be like, who are who are you?
0: Yeah, I think uh, that that's that's
1: where I'm coming from for sure. I think I for, think Anakin holds so much more weight over the tri- trilogy or I, uh, the trilogy I, of I agree. trilogies. Like
3: I want like. Anakin to show up to Kylo and be like, hey, knock it off.
0: i feel like there's a really like if we did percentages i feel like there's like an 85 percent chance of anakin showing up and like a 15 percent chance of kenobi but i would just love for the sake of ilm and like seeing alec guinness one more time with like steven stanton doing the voice or something just to give us one more glimpse at old obi-wan before we go back and visit young obi-wan again um even if it's just a brief thing where it's him and yoda again and getting those empire return of the jedi feels uh Because the Anakin thing, uh, my whole issue is that his arc was so powerful and how it ended in Return of the Jedi that if they bring him back just as a like, hey, I'm back, I'm Hayden, uh, with a different director this time, I don't know. I'm sure they'll do it well. But I have to just hope for Kenobi because I think we'll get Anakin.
1: Lacey, you got thoughts?
2: Sorry, I was muted. There was another bug in my room. Another (laughs) one? She's she's like... (laughs)
1: She's like like Winona Ryder up in here. So just came in and like
2: killed it while you guys are talking and I'm sitting here like... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, uh, Kenobi. So like this is a purely self-centered thing. Like I just love Kenobi and I want to see him in the movie and I just feel like, and I've said this before, if Hayden was going to show up, he would have shown up already because Kylo's been talking to that mask, which he thinks his grandfather is speaking to him through. So I completely understand ash saying like okay but why kenobi i have no reason except that i want to see him i don't that's my only reason i mean i feel like everybody's gonna show up i feel like we're getting like an avengers
3: level like portal scene which is like everybody which like we've kind of already right, got right. a glimpse of that so just right, have like right. a force ghost party like have everybody show up
2: yeah and it in tfa he shows up like in the Force Vision, Force Back thing that she has, so like there is some reason that he would talk to Ray. I thought uh, it was because she
3: was his grandmother.
2: I know. Uh. Head cannon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> JD's <laughs> like me too.
2: I, st- I still still want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. I I. I I'm with Ash on this. Like, I don't, I don't see like super big importance for him to be there. And like, I think that if Anakin showed up, it was, it would mean so much more. Um, Especially with with JJ saying the thing about you know, the the last chapter of these books not really referencing the originals. You know, mm-hmm. if you remember that quote, it just kind of makes a thing. Like, if you're reading this through, you're like, oh, I get it. Okay, so so Luke and Leia and Han and 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 these characters and stuff why where's Anakin like how is he not involved in this like he was probably one of the biggest reasons that the whole first thing happened you know so I don't know that's for me Um, All right. well that's it for one with the force Uh, we normally do the Patreon pod race at this point but I think we're just going to go right into the discussion this week John you want to take that away
4: Obi-Wan once thought as you do
0: so our guest, Ash, moderated the panel uh, press conference for The Mandalorian, which included... And here come the name drops. John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Gina Carano, Carl Weathers, and Pedro Pascal. So let's put away episode nine for now and focus on Mando, which is only 12 days away. So, Ash, uh, if you can just kind of start by... Um, giving us a not really behind the scenes, but or if you want to, but an overview of that panel and press conference uh, with that impressive list of people and your experience and and all of it.
3: Yeah. Um, so I'll just tell you what like the whole day was like. So first of all, we got there at like I don't know eight thirty in the morning, and then they screened for us twenty seven minutes. Of The Mandalorian, um, which I thought going in was going to be like half an episode or almost an episode. I don't know how long they are at the the moment, but um, Mm -hmm. it ended up being like three chunks of the show and then the trailer. I think it was three plus the trailer. Yeah. Um, Mm. So it wasn't like it was like, I know exactly what happens in The Mandalorian. It was more just like, I think chunks to like convey what the tone of the show was gonna be mm-hmm. and we actually didn't see Cara Dune, Gina Car- uh, Carano's character yet and we didn't see like John Carlo Esposito and like a couple of the other people it was really like the Mandalorian meeting up with like Grief Karga who's Carl Weathers and then like going on yeah. this mission and then it kind of cuts to like another like kerfuffle that the Mandalorian has gotten himself into and then like another one. Um, it seems like he's really going to get beat up a lot, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> by various things. Um, so, yeah. It, and it was just like a lot of kind of conveying what the tone of the show is like, which is like this like super cool, like gritty, lawless underworld um, which just like it seems like a little bit darker than normal. Like I know in. In the the, the cantina scene, when like the arm gets cut off and you're like, "Whoa, I'm eight years old." Um, it's kind of like that. Like things happen where you're just like, "Whoa," <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like surprising for Star Wars.
3: Yeah, where I'm like, "Whoa, this is on Disney Plus." What are you wow. guys doing oh, over there? Cool. But are we, uh, that's
0: cool. Are you are you talking like TV fourteen, TV MA, like Sons of Anarchy, like violence?
4: Well, or?
3: so no, I mean it's it's I don't think there's like. Blood or anything—it's Star Wars. But um, you like the one that's in the trailer is like when the when he grabs the the guy and like pulls him through the portal door and then yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. stuff like that. It slap chops yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> does. It really does. Um, yeah. So yeah, they showed us that, and I think my biggest takeaway from that, other than just like what the tone of the show was, is the score of the show, which is by uh, it's by Ludwig. Who did, uh... Yeah. yeah, Black Black Panther. Black Panther. Yes, yes. Childish Cambino stuff. Yes, yes. And the score was, like, my biggest takeaway, just because it was so, like, Tony, like...
4: (laughs) (laughs) Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
3: Dark, ominous (laughs) tones. Dark, ominous tones. And (laughs) then I... (laughs) And then uh, I did an interview with the cast for E.T. that will be running, I think, this week. Next, Might be up already. I don't know. Um... And then I did the press conference, which being asked to moderate anything is such a huge honor. And being able to moderate something for Star Wars was something that was. Been on my bucket list, which I kind of have done thanks to Lacey. Did a one on one with John Wayega hey. that was really, really <laughs> awesome. Um, I heard you guys are dating. So we are a little, yeah, we're, you know, we're working on things because it's long distance and things get a little complicated and he doesn't know me. Um, so, you know, I've been working on that whole like thing. Um, he lost my number, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we're going great. We're things are great. Things are good. I'm trying to get him to come on for Thanksgiving. So. <laughs> Yeah, I moderated the uh, press conference and it was super awesome because um, a little like behind the scenes of it was I had this assumption, I think from watching like celebration panels and all that kind of stuff that it was going to be very orchestrated and very like, here are like the things you can ask and you cannot say this word and you can't do this. And if you mention this and it was more like and I think this might maybe speaks to like John and Dave a little bit, but it was more just like ask it and see if they answer. (laughs) <laughs>
4: like, oh, wow. just right. yeah like it was
3: <laughs> like they 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 know how to handle it and i think there was one that i asked dave mm-hmm. about like um i was like listen you bring a lot of people from like you know these are like purse words but you you bring a lot of people from like legends into canon like is there anything that we could be looking up for and he was just like no <laughs> I was like, hey nah. and I was like, no. okay. He, he was just like I think he meant just like, no, I'm not going to say anything. He's like, there's always surprises, but okay. like, don't like I'm not answering this question. Um, but, so, you know, I mean, I can't speak to like what celebration is like. I think those things when you're trying to hit like you got to throw to a trailer at some point or like, oh, we've got this footage and we're going to like tee it up before. But they really kind of mm-hmm. let me ask the questions that I wanted to ask. And then there nice. was like a Q&A portion and those people were smart and asked great questions as well. So it was so fun. It was so fun. What do again.
1: What question did you ask that gave you? They gave you the best answer.
3: News wise. I would say. I asked. We were talking about Carl Weathers and John just straight up. John or Dave just straight up dropped that. Um, Carl Weathers is directing an episode in season two and then oh, they were yeah, like, yeah. they were like, should we have said that? And then they were like, should we talk about the other ones? And I was like, yeah, yeah, keep going.
4: <laughs> and then they were
3: like, no, nah, no, nah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. I was like, no, keep going, keep going. Um, and then I just kept, I kept bringing up the holiday special because it's just like my favorite thing because John Favreau loves it so much and like has clearly like inserted it into the show in like all kinds of ways. And I was like. So I think, I like, at the end, I was like, I think I speak for all of us when I say we would love a holiday special. And him and Dave were mm-hmm. like, yeah. And, like, everybody clapped, which I was like, what's happening in this room right now? <laughs> like, a bunch <laughs> of holiday special, like, stands in here. Um, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, like, yeah, there it is. Like, let's do it. like I was like, it's like, if we get a holiday special. I don't want to say I did it, but,
4: like,
2: you on. did it. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: So, yeah, I think the holiday special is at the point now where – Everyone hated it so much that now it's becoming funny to like it, but they forgot that it's funny and now everyone likes it.
4: It's like, I mean,
3: when's the last time you tried to watch it? Because it's just, you can't, it's only like, it's only like 90 minutes or something, I think. Yeah. It feels like seven hours of your time.
0: Yeah, it's its like, it totally yeah, it's like watching the Ten Commandments. Um, yeah.
3: I, I will I, say the, the animation is cool. That, that little segment The Boba Fett deal? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wasn't that the first time they, they... Didn't Favreau say that was the first time we ever saw Boba Fett? Is that true? Yes. Yeah,
3: I think yeah. Sam's like this random parade where somebody like was wearing the Boba Fett costume and everybody was like, "What is who's that? And then it just <laughs> never came up again. And then
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so when this thing... What's your biggest takeaway from the press conference itself that when you went in, you you didn't expect to to get from them? Is there anything like that? Uh, or maybe things that didn't make the final edit, you know, something that st- stood out to you that, that really uh, hit home?
3: I would say, I mean, the one thing is somebody asked Pedro, they were like, so how much are you going to be like, how much were you in the costume versus like, it was stunt work. And he kind of like danced around it a little bit and was like, well, the stunt people are really like, Integral to this project, which made me think mm-hmm. that, like, he's not. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> on set I, much, but yeah.
3: I will say my takeaway from that wasn't, like, whether or not Pedro's on set. It's that people, like, I feel like people are going to jump on that a little bit and not see him as more of, like, a James Earl Jones type where, like, does it really matter? Like, he's the character, whether or not he was doing it or not or how much he was doing it and like obviously he was because he was talking about how he's bumping around in the armor on set and stuff like that but that was my takeaway that i was thinking in my head because i was like i'm ready to like go to bat for pedro over this if this becomes a thing
0: (laughs) yeah no i hear you yeah he seems so likable and not in a i know i have cameras on me sort of way he seems genuine in in everything i see him and is that the case
3: yes he's such a like he's so like like when we when you saw that um footage of him at the was that celebration? Yeah, celebration when they did the Mandalorian panel, and he was like talking about being on, and he was just like, and like puts his head down, like he's just like that, like oh, he's just so, so like enamored with this role. Oh, I love him, and I mean, I felt the same way about Gina and Carl. Like Carl's like Carl Weathers is like a legend, so when you go mm-hmm. to talk to him, like you, I don't know anybody's like a legend in Star Wars. I'm like, do you? I, I wonder if they like care that they're in this. But he was literally like. I want. He's like. If they're doing the holiday special, like I want to do it because I'm like so down for this. And they and John Favreau even said like he wasn't supposed to be in the show as much as he is. And he was like, we've kind of like conned Carl Weathers into like kept coming back for like additional scenes, and now he's like big in season two, and like he's directing an episode. So they've just kind of like tricked Carl Weathers into like being a big Star Wars daddy, which I love. And then Gina, like, just bless. The earth that she walks on she is the coolest person she's so sweet and we all know she can like kick the crap out of anybody so yep. she was even like in the panel was like oh i did i did like all, she was like i'd get pissed if somebody else was in my costume like if like a stunt double or something because she's like that's my mm-hmm. like i'm cara Dune. like nobody else is cara <laughs> that is
0: awesome
4: <laughs>
2: like when she talked about like carrying people and they were like oh you don't actually have to do that and she had been doing it for like multiple takes of like carrying someone I'd literally yeah. let her punch me in the face and oh I'd my be God. happy to do it <laughs> I would let her punch me in the face absolutely <laughs> yeah.
3: I want her to carry me like yeah just like you know hold me know yeah. in, me Gina you know in Toy Story 4 when like uh, Woody and Forky are like walking me he keeps being like carry me carry me and then it cuts to him carrying him that's what I want with Gina Like, I just could you like imagine <laughs> like just piggybacking and just, oh, just like Yoda yeah. Gina. <laughs> like, Oh, Gina go <laughs> anyway in love with her she's great
0: do, do you get any feeling that it's a, a situation where and not just because it's a, you know, a male and female protagonist that that this would be something that they're going to be like a, a romance between the two characters or is it more like buddy cop sort of thing?
4: I'm getting more of
3: a buddy cop feel, I don't know I, I don't, I mean granted I haven't seen any scenes with them so I have no idea what their chemistry yeah, even that's looks what like I was thinking. oh okay, um, yeah But I just get the vibe from her that she's just like, I don't need a man or a a woman. We don't know her.
2: Right, (laughs)
0: true.
2: I don't know her journey. I don't know her
3: journey.
0: She's (laughs) just there to beat people up, and uh, I dig it.
2: Yeah. Let me ask
1: you this, Ash. Uh, Was the footage that you saw or any of it uh, the same stuff that we saw at Celebration?
3: Yes, I think like so. It had like the um, the exchange between like grief in the mandalorian which i think we saw where they were like passing over like currencies yeah and then there was the part like you don't want
1: to take this job
3: yeah that part was on there um and then like there was like some stuff in the trailer that was definitely on there like the guy that we grabbed that gets um slap chopped and then (laughs) (laughs) Um, and (laughs) the part with werner herzog where he's like Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) Good. Good Nailed it. Um, Yeah, so it was like a lot of like the teeing up stuff. But then once he like actually, I think, sets off for like whatever mission it is, it kind of cuts to black and then goes to another part, um, which was like, I guess, other episodes. So it was kind of like a little bit jumbled because they were like, we don't want you to figure this out, but...
0: Okay. Now did it have, so you were saying before the music was like, you know, dark, ominous, and we made the Sarah Marshall joke, but are, is there any kind of connectivity to a John Williams traditional Star Wars score at all? Or is it just completely off the rails?
3: If there was, I didn't pick up on it. Like wow. if, if there was something like really mm. subtle in the Background, like I think, also you know, when the first time you watch something, like you're focusing on all kinds of things, and then yeah, like for me, 100%. for solo, when I watched it, I was like, I didn't even remember hearing the score, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh my god, it's so good, yeah. So it there could be stuff that I just like totally went over my head, but it sounds very different to me.
0: Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
1: What what were the other scenes so like? Were, were it plant? where it <laughs> was it planets that we've seen in the trailer? Are we looking at like ice. Planets or the forest mm. planet. What? Where were these scenes?
3: Um, there was like I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. Um, it was there were th- I think three different locations.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I don't want to give. That. I don't want to <laughs> give too much away. I don't because
3: they were just like this is like you know. I don't know. Let me hop on the blog,
0: just quote Ash. I'm trying to see what other people said. So (laughs) if you were to
2: compare the look and feel of this show to another show that exists, what show would it be?
3: Ooh. um, Well, I would say, like, Star Wars-wise, it felt more, like, Rogue One-y than anything else. So I would say, like, a a little bit like that. I I think especially with, like, the color scale Power- sat- saturation ish thing whatever i'm not a filmmaker mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> um and then i don't know i think people keep comparing it to game of thrones just because that's like the only other tv show that's like i'm like this is some movie quality sets yeah, I mean, production going thing, yeah. on here um because i mean i think that's the whole thing like for my childhood i'm like oh i don't want a star wars live action tv show just because it's going to look like crap and it's going to be low budget and like it's going to be, like, I don't want to see that. And it's this is, like, chef's kiss, movie quality, mm-hmm. exactly what I want to see. I'm as excited, if not more excited, than Mandalorian, for Mandalorian, the Nine. I don't know. Really? I mean, a lot of people oh, yeah. are, because it's just, like, yeah. completely
2: different. And it's exciting. Yeah.
3: I think that's what, yeah, I'm excited for, like, something new to speculate on. And, like, I just have no, I have it's the unknown. Whereas, like, there's just so much about Nine that I think we can, like, assume yeah assume piece mm-hmm. together could be yeah. right could be wrong and there's just i don't know I'm and there's just for, for something new
0: a lot of fan baggage with the skywalker saga at this point i see what you're right? saying
3: like i'm ready for a new boyfriend you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. ready to play the field yeah <laughs> i'm ready to play the field a bit
0: yeah um all right that's interesting so i don't have any more like questions per se but in terms of uh did they say anything else aside from what they slipped uh, about Carl Weathers, you know, directing in season two or he's coming back um, for season two? Like, are they all signed on for season two or is this one of those things like we can't tell you because we don't know who dies or what, you know?
3: I think so, because when they um, when they came out, John Favreau had said he was like, oh, they were up till like 2 a.m. shooting season one or season two last night. Right. Okay. Or something like that. Huh. So, I mean, I assume they're all in it.
4: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Unless right.
3: they're just like so and so pretend you're tired, pretend you're yeah. like Was there a reason why Taika
0: wasn't there? Was he doing promo for his current movie or something or?
3: Well, I feel like if they I don't yeah. Most of like, the
0: directors weren't though.
3: Yeah, like, Jojo Rabbit though. Yeah, but he's no, in it. He's IG in the show. Yeah. yeah. I wonder wow. how big his character's yeah. going to be or if it's just going to be like a I don't know. <laughs> Cuz I also feel like if they bring him then they're like, "Well, we got to bring yeah, the other five, six directors. John Carlo.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got you. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, Bill Burr. Any any idea on what kind of role he's gonna have?
2: Nope. <laughs> we saw no. him at Celebration. And I immediately was like, Bill Burr, and then nothing. And then recently, he was like, Oh yeah, I'm in it. And I was like, Finally, yeah. he's admitting he's in it. And it's yeah. just the back of his head at this point. Yeah. It's yeah. so
3: funny. Like, does he even care? Does he know? Like, I have no idea. But it's funny because when you whenever you watch anything about the Mandalorian. Half the comments are about people excited about the Mandalorian. The other half about Bill Burr. Like, people yeah. are really into this. <laughs> yeah. I love Bill Burr. Right. I want to know.
0: Well, it's just, it's so random. Like, I love Bill Burr, but it'd be like, you know, you know, Dane Cook is in the Kenobi series. It'd be like, all right, what's he playing? We can't tell you. Now I need to know what Dane Cook's being in the Kenobi series. Like,
2: And the story about it is so funny because he said that John Favreau was like, hey, man, I'm shooting this thing. It's a Star Wars show. Yeah. You want to be in it? And Bill yeah. was like, I hate. Star Wars like I, I make fun of fans in my sets and he's like oh it'll be funny come on and yeah. now he's like shooting guns and stuff that's like it just looks amazing and yeah. I want to know what he does yeah. that's wild I know
1: <laughs> I I thought it was interesting that you said um, "Um, oh shoot now I'm blanking on his name Carl Weathers that he was originally not supposed to be in the show as much and they just liked his character and they kept like adding him and stuff Yeah, I'm curious if that I'm kind of the speculation guy. I know John is a little bit too, but like, how does that fit in? The fact that he wasn't like planned. Cause I think John's going for this theory on he's the uh, bad guy. Yeah.
2: Oh, cause I mean, how would
1: that fit
0: in?
2: Hmm. I don't know. Steve from stranger things was initially supposed to die and they left him in the whole time.
0: Poe Dameron was supposed to die.
2: Yeah. Same thing so it's crazy they just like have these crazy character arcs i can imagine it's something like that like maybe they had him for a couple things and then all of a sudden they were like nah dog you're staying in yeah
3: i mean star wars is always so like <laughs> they just like
0: pay as they play you know They're just yeah, like, yeah yeah it yeah. seems to be the deal yeah unless yeah. it's like lawrence kazan and he's like you don't want to use my script you're fired <laughs> <laughs> like get out <laughs> it's more
3: like you're fired yeah
0: you're fired i like kind of solo <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that wasn't bad.
0: Thanks. Nice. <laughs> um, have you ever interviewed Larry Kasen, by the way? Yeah. Is he a nice and guy? John
3: and John together. Is Larry um, is
0: Larry a good dude or what?
3: He was great, yeah. yeah. Cause when I, I interviewed them for solo and like John did most of the talking because he was just like super excited. Um True. but then when Larry did, he was like pretty funny. Like he was just like, Oh, E.T.'s E.T.'s interviewing me, like what are you going to ask about like celebrity?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I don't have any other questions on Mando. Um, do you guys?
2: No, but we have fan questions.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Do, 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 Maybe do, we should go over to that.
0: Yeah. Ash, any final thing for our listeners or fans to get them hyped up for Mando that they may have not seen on every blog or site?
3: Oh gosh. What else can I spoil? No. Um, no, I don't know. I think I I think I touched on everything that I'm super stoked about. Happy
0: right Life
4: Day. Yeah. <laughs> Happy
0: Life Day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, then, um, Lacey, why don't we get into uh, Ask the Resistance right now?
4: I've been wondering, what are chlorians?
2: All right, guys, time for Ask the Resistance. It's a special Thursday edition for Ash. So you guys have Star Wars questions. Hopefully you have some good Star Wars answers. So first, we have from at SWFandomReport asks, Do you guys think that we will get to see Leia use the Force in some way in The Rise of Skywalker? Thanks, and hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Thanks, fandom FandomReport. Um, I'm going to go first. Uh, do I think Leia is going to use the Force? It's tough because... You have to think about how much footage they have of Carrie Fisher. And when you think of that, which is kind of a sad thing to think about, I can't see them making that happen. Because we've already seen several trailers and it's just the hug scene again. (laughs) So it makes me wonder how much they actually have Mm -hmm. of her character to use. Um, So I unfortunately don't think we will unless you count Force Ghosts, which I think we're going to see a Force Ghost Leia at some point. Hmm. All right. Next, we have Aaron Oania at Aaron Oania. And he asks, what music do you think The Rise of Skywalker will end with? The Force theme, the main theme, another familiar theme, or something entirely new? So I'm going to have all of us answer this. Ash, you can go first. What do you Ooh. think the movie will end with?
3: The Force theme, the main theme? Ooh, I think... um. I think the force theme is what I'm going with. I my reasoning is just because I picked that one on the spot, but I think is that that was my favorite and that one's the most impactful to me. So I think ending with that would would mean the most and I would probably cry. so
2: right James.
1: Um, in my opinion, it ain't gonna be the force theme because the force theme is how the credits roll so it wouldn't that scene that main end scene wouldn't be that. I'm gonna go with uh, entirely new. I think swan song for John Williams. I think he's going to wrap this thing up in it with a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song, um, which will be the end of all star Wars. You know what I mean? I think, mm-hmm. yeah. I think he's going to bring
0: something new. He ain't going to do the old. John. James, like pretty much verbatim just said what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You know, Cause I was thinking like when they went back and redid return of the Jedi, he did that whole new victory celebration song. Which I absolutely love. And that was the end of Star Wars at the time. So I could see him just like being like, I'm going out with a banger. And here's the new, like the end of Star Wars into the da 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 so, mm-hmm. um, but I, I bet they do use force theme though, Ash, they've ended the last two movies with the force theme. So yeah, cause
3: like again. Jedi steps and finale was like a play on it and it was so freaking awesome. Oh my God. I work out to that song. love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I cried to that song. So that's <laughs> a workout. I'm
3: going to so. agree with Ash.
2: I say it's force theme because they're <laughs> wrapping up all nine movies where this whole story started with the force. So why mm. wouldn't it end with the force?
0: They theme? probably will.
2: All right. Next question is from David at btbd David, and he asks: In the scene where Ray and Kylo shatter that black statue, fans have identified what looks like Chewie's bowcaster on the shelf behind our two Force users. If that's his, where is Chewie, James?
1: I have no clue. <laughs>
3: that seems so bizarre to me. Something weird going on. Yeah.
1: There. <laughs> so there's there's another scene where Chewie looks like he's not wearing the the bandolier. Um, so you have to think that those two things might be happening at the same time. And then the main idea here is that C three PO is the one that's wearing the bandolier, the thing that's even in the action figure, the Black Series toy. So you gotta think that C three PO is somehow involved in that scene with the breaking of the, the black statue. The question is, is why is he carrying two items from Chewbacca and one from Ray? <laughs> it literally just makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to have to go with, um, it, 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 inv- it involves uh, th- those things needing to be there for some reason. So they give him to c three PO and Chewie goes off with Finn Poe.
3: That scene just to feels do something like super different, weird, right? Yeah. The whole like
2: smashing thing. You're like, are they doing it? To, is it an accident? Or are they working together? Yeah, like, why is she going?
3: holding a dagger? Like, yeah. what if
1: the dagger gonna... is a ro- is is a holding spot for a second lightsaber, and they just don't want to show you yet?
2: <laughs> they just put in a fake dagger.
0: <laughs> that, that'd be yeah. funny. We're all fans going back saying like, Mortis now. We're like, yeah, that <laughs> close. Yeah, I don't know.
2: All right. Up next is uh, Aiden Thompson at TW1NM4N. He just put
0: his license plate <laughs> as his Twitter right. handle.
2: Yeah, it's Twi- Twin Man. Twin the Man. Twin oh. Man. Uh, <laughs> he, he asks, is there any ability that you'd like to see the Force capable of doing? I really love the Force projection as a new ability and would love to welcome any new found ones. Ash, I'm going to go to you on this question. So yes. Force abilities. Um,
3: i would love i mean if we're talking personal life i'd like my the force to be able to drive my car to work my taxes (laughs) like just all kinds of things to help me out in the movies though i don't know that's so tough because we got like new ones in every movie right we got like the lightning bolt fire thing we got leia going through space we got the astral projection thing there's got to be something like i don't know like, what's something that the Force could do that's hasn't been teleportation. done? Teleportation? Hasn't been done. Oh, yeah, teleportation. Like, that's actually nice. teleport you, not just, like, a projection of you?
4: Yeah.
0: Like the sure. Hayden Christensen movie Jumper?
3: Oh, if if they if they do
0: rights. it, then that's something that the
1: force can do. So yeah. it's kind of like right. just like look at the pantheon of X Men and be like, What power would we
2: like to?" I was just about to say, "Is yeah. it weird yeah. Yeah. That I just go just to X Men like, and I'm like, "Okay, jump through walls. You could read <laughs> minds." Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Because then there's like healing powers, but I'm like, "That's dangerous. Can't do that."
2: Right. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. It's tough. Absolutely. It's a it's tough good one. one. All right. Next is Dekind of at DeKine of and he asks, hey Mark. with such a big push on the end of the Skywalker saga, do you think that there will be somewhat of backfire when more Star Wars movies come out? Will those movies immediately feel lower tier? John, what do you think?
0: All right. So I I do think that's the case. I do think they're maybe even a little bit in panic mode right now about the future of Star Wars movies, um, all the rumors aside. Because um, yeah. uh, they're putting all their chips to the center of the table Saying this is the end of the Skywalker saga They're not leaving any open ends here I mean I, I But with that said I don't think You can end the Skywalkers But still move on with Rey, Finn, Poe And bring Chewie along and all them And still like be that's the new generation They've been focusing on them on this new poster There's no legacy characters on that So I think you could do both and the Skywalker's. This is one through nine. Put that on the shelf, and then we're gonna move on with Ray. You know, Daisy Ridley's still really young, Boy, Egg is still really young. They both haven't like taken off like superstars like Harrison Ford or anything like that. And that's no disparagement to them. But if Disney backs up the money truck in five or ten, six years and like we need to re- reload this thing and get these familiar faces back, they'll. I think they'll do it. So, um, so while I say yes, I think they'll always keep that in their back pocket in case they need to go back to it.
2: Excellent, and last but not least is the weirdest two names together: uh, "Eat the Rich" at Tark, Talk Jar Jar to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, Talk
1: Jar Jar to me.
2: They asked, "Is there a deceased actor you wish you wish could be have been in Star Wars? A deceased actor who you wish could have been in Star Wars? If so, who? Mine would be Michael Clark Duncan." So I'm going to start with John. Not
1: yours. That was his pick. That was
2: his pick. As in mine Mm -hmm. is eat. No, I I almost said eat Jar Jar to me. Talk Jar Jar to me is Hmm. that Duncan guy. Go ahead,
4: John. That Duncan
0: guy. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Vincent Price uh, as a villain because I liked that they brought in like Christopher Lee to do. Dooku and I think Vincent Price is like an iconic old school villain and I thought I feel, I feel like he would fit well in Star Wars and any most of the people listening to this are like who the hell is Vincent Price but that'd be my <laughs> pick so Vincent Price
2: James
1: um, I'm gonna go with Heath Ledger um, mostly just because I think like the best role that he ever did was the last role that he ever did so it kind of shows that Like, if he were still alive, he would be, I don't know, like, clean sweeping it, I think, now. They'd be putting him in this and this and this, and he'd be able to show that he can do... He already did show us he could do all the way to the left and all the way to the right, you know, as far as it goes. So, everything in between, he could do it all. I I, I think he was capable of that, and it would have been really good to see him uh, fit a role in Star Wars. So, how about
3: that? Yeah. Nice. I'm
4: going
3: with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman.
4: Oh, that was my oh. other pick.
3: Just loved him. I mean, even in like Hunger Games, I'm like, yeah, just like put that in Star Wars. I would love that. Um, and also just along came Polly Let It Rain, like one of the best. Yes. <laughs> White chocolate. <laughs> when, sli- when he slips, it's like Oscar worthy.
0: <laughs> Rain dance. Uh,
2: I'm going to go with Robin Williams. He's like my favorite all-time actor, and I think he would be hilarious in Star Wars and play like some kooky alien or like some type of scoundrel that has to get them out of some hijinks. I think he would have just been really, really great. But that is it. Let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know which deceased actor you would want in Star Wars. In a happy way, not in a sad way. Because um, that was a weird question to ask you to put in the comments, so wow. not? Yeah. Um, if you want to be on the show with your question, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN, um, and you could be on the show. Back to you, John.
0: All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening and watching, and uh, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, wherever you take in your podcasts, and spread the word because we're growing Based on that, so you telling your friends, uh, helps us grow, and we appreciate that. Um, we also appreciate you guys supporting us. If you aren't tired of us two times a week, head to patreon.com slash broadcast. Check out all of our content over there. We have five tiers. If you dig it, sign up. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming down the pike starting on November 7th, and uh, head to Star Wars News Net every day for your Star Wars news. Obviously, things are going to be heating up between Mandalorian, uh, Resistance, Clone Wars, and of course, Episode Nine. so go there every day for your Star Wars news. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at Star Wars News Net. Uh, let's start with James. Where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey. And no, that isn't a Street Fighter reference. John. I said, yeah,
0: I said on Monday. <laughs> I'm just kidding around. It's a Dragon Ball reference, right? Yes. Dragon Ball. Lacey?
2: People can find me wishing to get punched in the face by Gina Carano on Twitter and I'm Instagram at Lacey Gilleran.
0: All right. Well, we're going to be looking for that tweet then. Um... <laughs> And our guest, first of all, let me say thank you so much for coming on, Ash.
2: Yay. Thank you
3: for having me back. Yay. <laughs> everybody, kn-
0: everybody knows where to find you at this point, <laughs> but where can they hit you?
3: Oh, you can find me on twitter.com at Ash And that's where I post all my work anyway. But if you really want to go hunting, um, Entertainment Tonight's YouTube page, good place to start, etonline.com. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And now today's Halloween, so when are your interviews coming out that they can check out for the Mando cast and stuff?
3: Well, today is definitely Halloween, so probably two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> two, two days
0: good, ago. Good. So go They're find them now. Up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ash, Try do you have <clears> any <throat> other
3: cool stuff coming up? Um, I might be interviewing a guy who might be playing Obi-Wan. So Ooh. that's my tease. Nice. All yes. right.
1: Looking forward to that then. Yes. Um, you know yeah. To call
3: so sleep, but I'll sneak my thing in there like I do. That was sounded <laughs> really bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> the oh, audio on, preview. I'll sneak, sneak my question in there like I like I do. Interviewer. There
0: you go. <laughs> um, no, but thanks so much for taking the time. And it's it was it's been a year and a half. So how about we cut that down for the next time you come back.
3: Yes, please. I'd love that. Invite me back.
0: Will do. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks so much. And we'll see you on Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.